Hey, welcome to Kingsway Caringba. We are a community inspired by love to live differently. I'm Dave, one of the pastors here. It's so great to have you with us. We pray this teaching will inspire you, build your faith, and lead you to a life of fullness and freedom in Jesus. Enjoy the message. a seat please that'd be great I'll get you guys to stick around because you can keep playing in the spirit um I think one of the like I've been thinking about this particular theme or topic all week and I've been talking to my family about it and what we learned was a story after story after story of us being on shaky ground and God leading us to where it is the inevitably wanted us and it's always been that he led us to him you know, I t- it took me back to this time um, a few years ago when I, oh, you know, I was just really depressed and I was really sad and I could not, like I struggled to get out of bed, man. <laughs> it was rough. And like some of you know Mel, I was talking to her about it and I was like, Mel, <laughs> like I'm functioning but barely and I'm barely hanging on and I've been praying and I've been doing all of the things that you do to kind of help but I just can't like I'm I can't I felt like in the psalm you know I'm losing my courage I'm giving up I got nothing and I am really strong person and it was really interesting because Mel what she did was she took me to her place And she asked me some questions. Like, you know, we prayed together, but she asked me some questions, some really direct questions. And it was really annoying, but very helpful. Like, you know, both of us work in the care industry. And, you know, if you've ever been to counselling, they ask you certain questions. I was so annoyed because I knew where she was going with it. Like, but I also know that they ask those questions because they work. So I'm like, trust the process. Answer her stupid questions. So I answered her questions. And then as we got through all of that, we wrote down some stuff, but it felt empty. And I felt like the ground had been taken out from underneath me. I was like, I don't even care about the ground. The ground's stupid anyway. But so what she did was she said, let's close the blinds, let's crank the music and let's just worship Chris. And I was like, you the two worst singers in our church are going to sing to the Lord together. Righto, let's do that. And we did. We shut the blinds. We turned the music right up. She brought out her little bongos and we have at it. And I was singing and I was bawling and she was bawling and we were all just a big fat mess. It was just a bloody mess. And I remember thinking, this is actually not that good it feels terrible I kind of wanted to keep it together I kind of wanted to be that strong person that was fine but I was a bloody mess and to be honest leading up to that I I wasn't holding it together anyway I was to me it looked like I was but I was not and so in that moment not moment it was some time that we're in worship for a long time, man. I'm sure we went through a couple of albums. And something broke in that time. Something broke in that big fat mess. And I came out of that 
And I still felt really raw and vulnerable and hurt and upset and dark. But something had shifted. Like as in there was a little bit of light. And I think that sometimes we think the Lord is going to come and everything's going to be back to normal again or perfect or whatever. And sometimes He works like that. But sometimes it's like, all I need is a little bit of light. I need something because I have nothing right now. And that's what it is that I got. And over the course of the next few months, the little light kind of opened up a bit more and a bit more and a bit more. But what I'm saying is, is that where I was wasn't great and I needed to be led back to level ground so I didn't feel like the ground was coming out from under me and I praise God that he spoke through Mel I praise God that I have people in my life who will turn my eyes to Jesus turn my eyes to God because that is the thing that is ultimately going to heal me ultimately going to change me and I think that like that was a big story, you know, of something that shifted. When I was talking to Mia, who's not here, when I was talking to her, she was talking about how she felt like the ground had come out from underneath her with school stuff at one point. It was just a mess. And she was like, I don't know that I can come back from this. And so it's like, I think we've all got stories where we're like, oh, <laughs> I don't know where this is going to go. And it doesn't look good. And so I want to tell you that every single story that you have or have had is important. And like I was talking about the girls at Jacaranda, I think God wants to tell us today, each of us, you matter. You're important to me. What you're going through is actually something significant because you are. Anyway, like I said, I wanted to open the floor up to anybody who had something to share in this theme or maybe something that I read kind of stood out to you and you were like, yeah, I just want to say, I don't know if anybody noticed that from the passage from Psalm 143, but that was killer. And I hope we just hold on to that bit. If there's something that you want to share that to encourage us, I'd love to invite you up. Has anybody got anything that they would like to share? Donna, I knew you would. Let's have some fun with the Holy Spirit this morning. Let's go. Um, I, I'm, I'm an auntie at Jacaranda Cottage as, along with Chris. And um, there are times there where we find ourselves in some interesting situations. And um, that's when I return to God and I go back to level ground and just hand it over to him. Um, but also in my life, I, um, in 2017, my dad was dying and he didn't know God. So most of my life growing up, I watched him wrestle with who is the higher being in life and he did all sorts of things. He went to all, <laughs> he read all sorts of books and all that sort of stuff. But um, um, in the last couple of years of his life, when he had a terminal illness that couldn't be reversed, Um, I'd spend a lot of time in Queensland going to visit him and in hospital I would leave um, Bible verses by his bed and and he would read them and I don't know what he got from that because he wasn't a big talker but um, for me at that time I really wrestled and I wrestled with how can I do more, how can I do more and of course I would pray over him and, and hand things to God but for me as to fill my soul, I went to level ground and that level ground was just sitting with God, 
being in his presence. And um, in Toowoomba, where I was, where he was in hospital, I used to go to this big park up on the top of the plateau and look out because that's where I'm closest to God, is when I'm looking at trees and bush and, and just seeing his creation around me. So that's where I would settle and I would be at peace with God and read the word and become strong in that. And um, um, I just wanted to share Hebrews... Um, Hebrews um, 6.19, it says, We have this hope as an anchor for for our soul. It's firm and secure. So that's how it made me feel at that time. And, um, yeah, it was um, very, very comforting and it filled my spirit and it allowed me to go and care for my dad. And that was a really horrible time because his body was just dying and and there there was no return. But I'm hoping and praying that I'm going to see my dad when I go home one day. Um, The other place I go when um, I need to be on steady ground is I worship. I put on worship, I cook and I sing in my kitchen and I'm just praising God for life. And whether that's a sticky situation I'm trying to get through as a mum or a wife or a teacher, um, we experience lots of things in life and the place I revert to is God and the firm foundation that he has for us um, to get through this life and um, do it with him because that's where we should be. Um, This morning we um, sang that my fear doesn't stand a chance when I stand in your love and that's how I feel lots of the time. So um, yeah, that's my story this morning. Thank you so much for that. That's true, is that sometimes other people's unsteady ground, the steady, that God's going to use us. And Donna, I know that none of the words that you pray, none of the verses that you left, none of the things that you've done are void. They're all words from our great Holy Father. And I know how holy a place the kitchen is as well. (laughs) It's a good spot. It's a good spot. I was talking to Shannon this morning. He was telling me about how his happy place is the kitchen too. (laughs) Baking rocks. (laughs) Is there anybody else who's kind of feeling the Lord say something to them? Anything that stood out? I just wanted to say that when I came here 17 years ago, um, I was in a total mess, like unrecognisable from the person that I am now. And God led me very gently onto level and steady ground. And there was worse to come and he stood by me and led me gently. But things change over the years and you grow and life changes and I just wanted to say that the level and steady ground doesn't stay the same Um, it moves with your life and God moves with your life so sometimes he has led me gently by the hand and other times he has dragged me kicking and screaming into level ground and I haven't wanted to go there and I haven't wanted to do that but If you had said to me 17 years ago that you will work for that church as a paid staff member, as a volunteer, you will do things that you never thought you would do. You will work in kids' ministry. You will be an elder. I would have freaked out and run away as fast as I possibly could. 
but he has led me to the steady and level ground that I'm at now and he will continue to lead me through all the changes in the rest of my life to wherever that steady and level ground is. And it won't be the same place I am now, but I will be safe and I will be with him. And I know that I can trust in that and that he will never leave me. Amen to that, Fee. I think that's actually such a great story. I remember when Fee told me about when she first came to this church. She said kicking and screaming. She really did. (laughs) And so I'm so grateful that that was your story, though, because God has done remarkable things through you in this place and out of this place because of you. Like Fee is one of those people who uses all of the gifts that God gives her. Like, you know, she's a terrific mentor. She talks about kids and all that sort of stuff. She's come to Jacaranda. She's sort of showed our girls how to craft and how to do knitting and scrapbook and all. It's ridiculous the amount of things that this woman wants to spill her love for God into different areas. And so I praise God for people like you, Fifi. I was thinking about what you said about how God leads us and and I think that's a really operative sort of phrase is that he leads us. He's not sort of going to plop us. And so it's, I was thinking about earlier this year when little Jazzy Fowler got some roller skates and I was holding her hands and she was like, oh, I'm going to fall over. And, and I think that that's what the father does is he grabs her, your hands and goes, I'm not going to let you go until you're ready. But when, you, when I let you go, you're going to be ready and it's going to feel amazing. Like if you've ever kind of skated on your own, I mean, it's not like that, but you know, it feels so good. And so God wants to lead us to steady ground so we can whoosh out there and be our own little jazzy fowler. Is there anything else that God's been saying to you guys? Any other stuff that you want to share? Ruthless Jones said something this morning earlier, which was really cool. She prayed that God would, that we would have opportunity for God to speak and not force the words and I was going to say I think that that's one of my favorite things that we prayed today that was really beautiful this is just an opportunity for God to speak if you feel like you know your heart's kind of pounding and you want to share please do but yeah this is not a forced space it's beautiful delicious opportunities some shaky ground recently with a friendship of mine and uh, going on for close to six months now. Uh, A very close friendship which I felt was being broken up and I wasn't sure why. I felt my friend who I'd been close friends with for a long time was moving away from me and not reciprocating opportunities that I was presenting to her to get together and do things and Um, I was feeling really sad about it, feeling very angry about it as well. And uh, an opportunity recently came up to go to an event that would be supporting her. 
and I was really struggling with that. You know, I was so sad and angry about where the friendship was and feeling betrayed. Uh, but there was a little voice inside of me as well. And I asked myself, what would Jesus do? And I thought of all the times that Jesus stood by his friends, even when he felt betrayed by them. And so I went to the event and I had a fantastic time and my friend was really um, showing me love for being there. And we haven't come through it yet. I don't know where it is, but I don't feel like I'm on shaky ground anymore. I feel like I'm on steady ground even though there isn't an answer because I'm being led by God on, you know, who I should be in this relationship. So that's where I'm at. I think that's really special that, you know, like you said, it's... um He's leading you to steady ground and it's not even that that's necessarily changed fully because it's like God is our steady ground. Our situation doesn't necessarily change at all sometimes. But the steady ground, when you look to him, it's different. I think it's really interesting that you came to my event recently. Thank you, Denny. I love you very much. faith has always been um, very simple Uh, from a young girl I accepted Christ um, and he's just always been a friend and I'm sitting here reflecting this morning how um, God has led me even when I haven't asked that he's always been solid in my um, life and I just think you know even I'm a very controlling sort of like to be in control and I think when I've sort of planned things God still um, stepped in and hindsight's such a lovely thing like for where Murray and I are in our um, relationship and our family and I reflect back on the life that we've led it's been pretty awesome and um, two um, times where I've seen this where um, very early on in our marriage we decided we um, for Murray it was to work overseas um, well, he was actually working overseas but we wanted to move overseas to have that experience for him um, to explore his industry and I remember our old church praying us out saying you know look, sort of like as missionaries and it was actually Dave's parents were at our church then and I remember his mum saying to us uh, it'll be so great to see what you guys have planned um, when you move to Hong Kong, what what um, what you'll do for him. And I'm saying to Mara, I feel like such a fraud. And I'm like, this is we're just going to make money actually, <laughs> and have the adventure. Um, to for me at that time, in you know we were pretty young. Um, it wasn't about God at all, um, but God was there. He shaped um, the people. Uh, shaped the pathway that we led there and um, the people that we came across 
um, and we ended up starting a church. So actually everyone else had a better idea than we did at, at that time. Um, and I'm so thankful for the experience that we had there. Um, but I also think with our children, we I remember sitting, um, this was a little bit more organised, where Murray and I would sit um, at the time of being pregnant with each of our children and, and pray into um, the sort of child that we wanted. Um, and if now I look 20 years later and go... What those things that we prayed in that moment are exactly how our children turned out, and they're quite different. Um, I feel like two years later, when um, we were pregnant with Georgia, that our faith had matured a little bit more. So we prayed more godly things over her. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's so lovely in hindsight. To for me, God has led me. Um, I guess we've been faithful. But I still feel that it's been God leading me um, and shaping the things that are around me to create the, um, the life we've had. And I'm very thankful for that. Awesome. I think that that's the beautiful thing about how God leads us. God leads us to prayer and God leads us into situations. I love what Shaz said about we didn't, we didn't actually necessarily know what was going to happen like imagine if God had said to you I want you to plant a church overseas probably wouldn't have gone you know necessarily and so I think that that's the beauty of God leading you it's like he's not going to rush you he's not going to drag you I mean unless you're fee and then (laughs) in which case but that's where you want him to lead. You want him to lead knowing, I don't know what it is that you've got for me yet, but I've got to know that it's going to be amazing. And Shaz, that story is amazing. And like I say that because your kids are flipping amazing. Like they are solid, beautiful human beings that God adores way more than you guys could ever adore, which is, you know, strange because you guys love them so much. Is there anybody else that's kind of got the old, oh, ruthless Jones? can't hold it in. Um, Just something that has been standing out to me through everyone um, sharing and something that you said was that God leads us to himself, that in this um, series of where does God lead me, that it's to himself and to his heart, not so much a destination, but to relationship with him. And Donna shared this verse, but it's just in a different translation. And it says, Hebrews 6, 18. And now we have run into his heart to hide ourselves in his faithfulness. This is where we find his strength and comfort. For he empowers us to seize what has already been established ahead of time, an unshakable hope. And we have this certain hope like a strong, unbreakable anchor holding ourselves to God himself. So it was just a theme that was really standing out that where does God lead? He leads us to himself, to his heart. And that's the safest, most steady, unbreakable place we can be. That's gorgeous. That is gorgeous. Maza, come on up. No, please. Trump me. Um, But actually, what Ruthie just said, and I'd sort of been thinking about this um, earlier on anyway, but um, back on the getting level and all this sort of stuff but being led to where 
God is or where Jesus is. And it came out of a couple of conversations. One at um, Restore on the weekend with um, Mark Sabbath and Bruce, Bruce Tyndale. And then um, middle of the week via Instagram with uh, Matty Deshry, which is you know, Kim's brother-in-law. If you don't know Matt, he used to be on staff here and he leads church down in Victoria. And he was posting in his uh, story thing about finding peace in the the rockiness of what Victoria is going through and all that, you know, their multiple lockdowns and all this sort of stuff. And then the conversation that I was having with Bruce came to mind about Jesus in the boat and what he was saying was he exactly just personified that that vision of, you know, it's all hit the fan in, in, the, in the boat and Jesus having to keep up the back, you know, and couldn't care less and the disciples think they're going to drown and they run down the back and, you know, you know the story. But I said to Maddie in this, uh, you know, I said, you're in the back of the boat, mate. And um, that's, where, that's where there's confidence, that's where there's safety, that's where you see the person of Jesus, you see the power of God to level everything out. Of course, he, you know, he wakes up and says, don't stress, bang, it's all good. So if it's going rocky, get down the back of the boat, put your head on a pillow with Jesus and happy days awesome have a nap have a little nap in your storm actually do you know what's really cool Muzz is that earlier this week as I was preparing for today that's the story that came to me too is that when you know it's all freaking out and the Lord is you know Jesus is there in the in the storm Jesus is there with you he's already there with you um and I love in the story it says he comes out and he's like what what i imagine you know when you wake up you're not alert straight away and jesus was a human so it's like you know what oh a storm and he rebuked the wind and the waves and i think isn't that amazing that jesus can come along in your storm and rebuke what it is, your enemies, your, you know, crappy situation. He can do all that, but so can you, you know. I love what you said, Ruth Lewis-Jones, about him, you know. We're being led to him. That's all. That's all he wants. It's a relationship. There's all these wonderful stories and words and all that sort of stuff, but really, it's like, where are we going? We're going to our Father. We're going to hang out. We're going to sit at his feet. We're going to spend some time. We're going to have fun with him. We're going to do all of the things that makes us holy and entirely free. And it's going to be awesome. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be fun. It's going to be so fun. Tegan, come on up, love. I just wanted to talk about, um, we've been... uh, youth this year we've been having a lot of uh, fun together and I found that it's been really good especially for me um, being able to come to youth this year as a leader and um, just still have that consistency after graduating and stuff but um, I've also found that our youth people they are so supportive of everyone in our youth and I think a really good way we've seen that and um, is through Grace Hunziker who's been off with her family traveling around Australia but I've seen the girls and stuff, especially the girls who have been travelling up through D-Crew and stuff with her for years, supporting her and chatting with her on our youth chat, like, every couple weeks. And, like, this week we FaceTimed with her for her birthday and, like, 
she's still it's been great to see them still including her as much as they possibly can at youth and that kind of thing and even though she's probably in some unstable ground of not being at home at the moment and traveling with her family she still has some consistency and stability it's been really cool to see the girls working together and just seeing that God's working through that even though it's probably a situation that sometimes she's missing her friends and stuff there's still people around it's been really cool to see that there's that consistency especially amongst our young people and that they just love each other and that God's there for them no matter what so it's been something really cool to watch this year and this term and just to see them all supporting her in this journey she's going through with her family and just see them all really excited for her and all the things she's doing so it's been really cool love that thank you say so much for sharing that Teagues because that's spot on if we could take a minute grassy if you're watching happy birthday to you my darling um yeah and hello to the Hunzikas if you are out there watching this service because they are such a uh, such a cool family and they connecting with people who are not home is exactly what the Lord wants us to do like you know that connection is like lifeblood sometimes. And so I want to encourage like what uh, Teague said about all of the youth girls and everything like that. You are not, you know, too small or, you know, underdeveloped to actually make an impact for the kingdom of God. That may seem little, but that's the stuff that she's going to talk about in years to come. My friends, they didn't forget me. They remember my birthday. They remembered stuff. They remembered me. They said hello to me. You know, that's everything. If you guys have a friend at the moment who you haven't spoken to in a while that God's sort of bringing to your mind now, today's the day to text them. I'm just saying. Is there any other sort of thoughts that we have at this stage? I knew that God would come and speak today. I knew it. We came really expectant. We were like, God's going to do some stuff. It's going to be cool. But one of my favorite things is just that everybody has a story, even if you haven't shared it yet or at all, that you have a story of this. And this is a collection of God's people who are kind of like, God's dropped stuff in your life as a gift. And when we do share this gear, what that does is it takes the little faith of a mustard seed and it grows it and grows it and grows it. And some of these stories are going to be the stuff that somebody next to you needed to hear today. And it's maybe not needed to hear today, but probably needs to hear this week or next week. And so these stories are beautiful, beautiful stories of the big God story that we are in, that we get the honour and pleasure and privilege to be a part of. I've been reflecting a lot on this idea of where he leads me the last few days, uh, knowing what was going on with Dave and sort of preparing myself in case you know, I needed to worship, lead and preach at the same time. Grateful for the words that you brought today that saved you that or me that. One of the things that, um, if I reflect on my life, and the, and the, the scripture that out of Psalms that Chrissy um, read out, I mean, it's up to you if you want to sit down, I won't be long, um, is uh, it, it said, you know, lead me on level ground. 
And I think when I look back on my own personal life, I think my prayer has been more, leave me on level ground. I'm just totally honest. I think that's been my prayer. I, I, I don't want shaky ground. So my prayer is, God, leave me on level ground. But my experience tells me that that's probably not what happens most of the time. Um, I think back over my journey, and yes, there's been some seasons where I feel like everything's kind of cruising along and everything's all good and you start to get a little bit nervous about that and then God kind of has to once again speak into your spirit about the world around you because it feels like it's just you know, the, the, the way I can feel like I describe my life is, I don't know if anyone can remember, there used to be a show on TV, I think it was called Almost Anything Goes or something along those lines where it was like this obstacle course where people had to like get across water and everything kind of moves. You kind of like got to time your jump and if you, that's how I feel like my life is. That doesn't sound like level ground, right? It sounds like shaky, moving, forever changing, uncertain, chaotic ground that's been my life I feel like as soon as I get to that next level that's kind of shaking I have to then jump to the next one or climb the next obstacle or get through the and so many times I find myself getting thrown off into the pool the water and starting again and so many of those moments when you land in the pool it's like I'm done I don't want to do this anymore I want to keep trying. It's too hard. God challenges my faith constantly. Constantly reinventing, rethinking, reprogramming my brain of my upbringing, my childhood, my life story, reframing that, changing that, molding that. And that's so chaotic for me. Because I like things to be like this. I love my certainty. I love my control, Shaz. I, that, that's where I want to be. So my prayer so often in my life has been leave me on level ground, not lead me on level ground. My experience tells me that even in the midst of all that chaos and sometimes for what me is so confronting about what I believe to be true about everything, is that God is my rock. And even though all of that around me, God is the one that says, get back on and have another go. I'm with you. This is learning. This is growing. This is your chance to be all that I've called and created you to be. Don't settle for the sideline. Don't settle for that staying in that level place because you are created for so much more thanks for joining us today we hope you've been blessed by this teaching if you'd like to connect with us make a financial gift or find out more about Kingsway churches head to kingsway.org.au have a good one